what God decided to do is he would not deliver men until and unless the men were operating on his program. Dr. Tony Evans says God is ready to help, but his response is partly up to us. What God has given you and me is the opportunity to participate in the process. This is The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. Satan's problems began when he decided to rebel against God. And the origin of our story isn't much different. Today, Dr. Evans takes a look at the life of Daniel as he shows how God still gives us the opportunity to harness heavenly help in overcoming our earthly affliction. Let's join him as he begins. In Daniel chapter 10, as he tries to figure things out, he goes to God for help. As you must, as I must do in the crises that you and I and we collectively face. Let me begin with verse 10 and read down to verse 14. Then behold, a hand touched me. This is after he prayed and set me trembling on my hands and knees. He said to me, O Daniel, man of high esteem, understand the words that I am about to tell you and stand upright. For I have now been sent to you. And when he had spoken these words to me, I stood up trembling. Then he said to me, do not be afraid, Daniel. For from the first day that you set your heart on understanding this and on humbling yourself before your God, your words were heard. And I have come to respond to your words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia was withstanding me for 21 days. Then behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, for I had been left there with the kings of Persia. Now I come to give you an understanding of what will happen to your people in the latter days, for the vision pertains to the days yet future. Daniel has been praying to God. He wanted to get clarity of the circumstances. And I know you know what it is to have things go awry in your life, in my life. And the question is, what's going on? Because it doesn't make sense. You don't understand it. You don't want it. You don't like it. And he is seeking for clarity. Because when you're confused, when you don't know what to do, you need clarity on what to think and what to do, how to act, how to react. There are folks in here who have prayed for things and it has not yet been received. So you think God didn't answer. Well, my problem wasn't that it hadn't been sent. My problem was it hadn't been received. And he says, the reason why your prayer was not answered is that the prince of Persia intersected the correspondence. Now, who in the world is the prince of Persia? Well, we know who the prince of Persia is. 
because we know who Michael is and Michael is called the prince. Michael is an archangel. Michael is a lead angel in charge in heaven. That's who Michael is. But he's called a prince. Heaven said we had to send Michael to help a brother out. Because the prince of Persia was blocking the answer from getting to you, Daniel. If Michael is a prince and he's an angel then the prince of Persia is an angel. But the only angels that would seek to thwart the purposes of God are demons. Demons are angels who have rebelled against God. Their job is to block heaven's answers to your legitimate request. You and I have prayer requests hanging up there in the heavenly places, not because God hasn't answered, but because they have been interfered with and therefore unreceived. But what you need to know is you can affect how quickly the message and the email gets through. There are demons that hover over the United States of America and there are demons that hover over your family and there are demons that hover over your life. Now, you do have an angel whose job it is to fight the demon if you're cooperating with your angel. So let's understand the angelic conflict so that we understand the root and the fruit of this battle that you and I are engaged in. According to Ezekiel 28 and Isaiah 14, first 12 verses of Isaiah 14, Satan rebels against God. He establishes a coup d'etat. He rebels against God. And as he says, I want to be like the Most High, meaning I want to establish my own kingdom. But he's taken to court and he's found guilty. Matthew chapter 25, verse 41 He's found guilty and hell is prepared for Satan and his angels. So the reason you have hell was the judgment in the court by God against Satan's rebellion with the one third of his angels. According to Luke chapter 10, verse 18, Jesus says, I was there when Satan was cast from heaven like lightning. Now, the reason why Luke 10, 18 is so important is because Jesus says he was there, which means he existed before his birth. So, you know, his deity. I was there, I was in court, and Satan fell from heaven like lightning. Boom. But he didn't fall from heaven to hell. He fell from heaven to earth, then hell. Hell is yet future, for him and those angels, most of those angels. Some were already sent, but not Satan. Because what God decided to do was to create a lesser creature, a lower creature. Psalm 8 says, and he made man 
and crowned him and made him lower than the angels. He created a lesser creature. Now the question is why? He created a lesser creature to demonstrate what he could do with less when less obeyed him than he could do with more angels when they were in rebellion against him. So you and I were put on planet earth to demonstrate to hell, Satan and his angels, the power of God over him when we were in link with God. Which is why Satan had to get rid of man in the Garden of Eden. He had to get rid of this person or persons who were put on earth to interfere with his establishment of his kingdom. But what God decided to do, now this is critical, is he would not deliver men until and unless the men were operating on his program. If they chose to operate, eat the fruit, if they chose to operate with Satan, he would let them go. Because he created us with agencies of free choice. But if we chose to operate with him, he would back us up. So one of the reasons that many of our prayers are still hung out there in space is because we operating with the wrong angel. And therefore, God is not free to ignite Michael to interfere in our affairs because while we talk God, we hang out with the demon of Persia. He says, you've been blocked because there is a conflict up there. There is a conflict in the seat of power that is interfering with getting the word that was sent right away to you right away. So a lot of us are being blocked because of this battle up there that involves us. Dr. Evans will have more insights for us on how the spiritual and physical realms are linked when he returns shortly to continue this message, the first in his series, The Authority of God. First, though, we're excited to tell you that Tony's written a new book that goes hand-in-hand with the material he's begun covering today. It's called Kingdom Authority, Exercising God's Rule in Your Life. Through the book and companion two-volume, 12-message audio collection, Dr. Evans examines the opportunity God has granted believers to act as custodians of His creation. As you're reminded of this inheritance, you'll discover new strength to rise above life circumstances that may have once been overwhelming. And right now, we have a special offer. When you request the Kingdom Authority book and the Authority of God audio series, we'll also include a companion Bible study book, along with access to video teachings that help maximize your understanding of what it means to live under God's rule. This entire package is our gift to you, and thanks for your generous contribution to help Tony's ministry reach out with the love and truth of the gospel. Just visit us today at TonyEvans.org or call us at 1-800-800-3222. Make your contribution and let us send you the Kingdom Authority audio series, book, and Bible study package. Again, that's TonyEvans.org, or call us day or night at 1-800-800-3222. Well, Dr. Evans will come back with more of today's lesson right after this. 
Hey there, Kingdom Agenda pastors. It can get lonely leading a congregation on your own. If you're looking for a community that's committed to Christ, come to the Kingdom Leaders Summit. You'll hear great insights from powerful speakers like Dr. Tony Evans and have the chance to connect with like-hearted Kingdom leaders. Uncover fresh perspectives and renew your vision for Kingdom advancement. Don't miss this event. Register now at kap2023.com. That's kap2023.com. When Daniel prayed, he inserted himself into the conflict. Okay. It wasn't until he prayed that the battle is being identified. He's sitting fine until he prays. But the reason he has to pray is things are not fine. Okay? So, if you have a, if you have a, a fish out of water, fish is flopping all over the place, the fish is moving, the fish is wiggling, the reason why none of his hard work is working out is he's not doing it in the environment in which he has been created for. And once the fish leaves his created environment, he can still move his mouth and sing his songs. He can still wave his hand in the air like he just don't care. He can still jump up and down and shout and say God is good all the time and all the time God is good. He can still have the motions of worship, the motions of commitment, the motions of loyalty, the motions of spirituality. But if you're doing it in the wrong environment, it's movements that don't do you any good. And so Daniel has prayed. Prayer inserts him into the angelic conflict because now we got angels fighting. But we got angels fighting over an earth problem and they're angels fighting over your issues. You see people, but you got to see angels. You got to see what's behind the scenes in the spiritual realm if you're going to be able to deal with what's in the physical realm that you don't like, don't want, and that the angel has robbed you of. So he inserts himself. So look at the insertion. He's on his knees, he prays. That's all chapter 9 is the prayer. He gets on his knees and he prays, heaven, the very word that the very time you opened your mouth, God responded. So there was heaven's response at the prayer and hell's response at the prayer. You know why prayer is so high? So struggle, you struggle with prayer, you, you struggle with concentrating with prayer, you study with spending time in prayer, you feel guilty that you don't pray. You know why prayer is hard? Because you just inserted yourself into the conflict. All of our homes are wired for electricity. And electricity means power. You have power because you have electricity, but you have electricity because you have wiring. So you have the wiring that gives you, that goes to the house, that goes to the outlet, you plug things in, and now you have power. But you also have a point of contact. In other words, you flip on the switch, you pull the string, you, there's a point of contact. Having power and experiencing power aren't the same thing. You can have the wiring and still not have the lights on. Because you didn't engage the point of contact. That is why one of the chief goals of the enemy is to make us prayerless. Because that means we never turn on the switch even though we have the wiring. And therefore, he intentionally makes prayer difficult. 
We get too busy. We get too tired. We can't concentrate. He makes it difficult because now you're messing with the switch. Prayer is God's divinely authorized methodology to access heaven's authority for earthly intervention. It's his divinely authorized. It is his wiring. Jesus says, don't call the church a house of preaching. Don't call the church a house of singing. He said, you call this place a house of prayer. Because, see, sermons are not his point of contact. It's, it's critical that the word is foundational, but it's not his point of contact. His point of contact is prayer. And he says, if, if that's missing, everything else, <laughs> you're just doing stuff in the dark. Okay, you're doing stuff in the dark because you've not hit the point of contact. The goal of prayer, here it is, here's the goal, is to release God's will on earth. It is to draw heaven down. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It is to draw down the will of God. Now, that's where your book comes in when we get to that sermon. You have a book that outlines your life with God's purpose, okay? You draw that down so that you wind up living out that purpose. Satan wants to block that so you don't get to your purpose. So that you're, you're, you're all tangled. I'm all tangled. We're all tangled into the, all the chaos that is surrounding us. And so it gives God legal permission to interfere in earthly affairs. Notice the word legal. Remember I told you we're going to talk about court? There must be legal authorization for divine intervention. That's why the Bible says you have not because you ask not. You have not authorized it. Now, certain things God's going to do because he's God and he can do what he chooses to do. But there's a whole bunch of stuff he won't do until given okay to do it. He has to legally be engaged in the process because he gave it over to man. So it allows him to invoke heaven's influence on this planet. It's like a passport that you use to go to another country. You use the passport to give you legal access to that environment. Prayer gives you legal access to God's environment to intervene on your behalf in history. Now, that leads to one final thing that I want to bring up for today. He says in verse 11, Oh, Daniel, Man of high esteem, understand the words I'm about to tell you and stand upright. Okay. Oh, Daniel, man of high esteem. In other words, we think highly up here about you. We think well of you up here. When your name comes up in heaven, we pause. Because Daniel's not an ordinary man. He's an extraordinary man. He's held highly. When you go to buy a house, what they want to know is what's your credit score? They want to know what's your credit score? Because like if you're below 600, you're probably not getting that loan. 
Daniel, when we look at your credit score, you got clout up here. You, you, got, some, you got some clout up here because when, when your name comes up, we pause and pay attention. Michael, your assigned angel is ready for instruction. One of the reasons why Satan can steal from us and we don't get to reclaim it is because when we pray and God looks at the credit score, he sees we don't pay our bills, we don't worship properly, we don't serve, we aren't committed, we just, we just a pew member, we aren't, we aren't engaged in the will of God and the work of God. We're not disciples, we just attend church. We're just Christians on our way to heaven, but he can't do anything with us on earth. So God knows if I give you your blessing, if I give you the stuff you're asking for, if I come alongside and help you, you go hide it. You ain't going to use it for my glory and for my kingdom. You go hide it. In other words, we've checked your score and we don't trust you. The reason he got an answer in heaven is because he says, we trust you, Daniel. You held highly up here. If you want to reclaim what the enemy has stolen for you, you better up your credit score. You better demonstrate to God that I'm not just here to go to church. I'm here to be a follower of Jesus Christ. I'm not going to be ashamed to be a Christian. I'm not going to be ashamed to be identified with the Savior. I'm not going to be ashamed to serve the body of Christ and to be a witness in the community. I am not going to be ashamed. Raise my credit score. You see, the good news about a credit score is that even if it's low, if you start doing right, if you start paying off stuff, if you start catching up, the score begins to rise and rise and rise. So even though it was no last week, it can become a yes this week if you raise your credit score. God wants to give you back some of the stuff that the enemy has stolen, but I got to tell you, he wants to see whether he can trust you with your blessing. So take your stand, begin your reclaim, because God's got some stuff Coming back your way as you call on him. Dr. Tony Evans, sharing some profound and encouraging truths about the power and authority God has granted to believers. And if that's something you'd like to experience for yourself, but have never begun a personal relationship with the Lord, there's no better time than now to start. Just visit TonyEvans.org and click on the link that says Jesus. There, Tony will explain everything you need to know about what it means to be a real Christian and how to start a brand new lifelong journey with the Lord. That's TonyEvans.org. Now, today's message, Heaven's Help on Earth, is part of Tony's new series, The Authority of God. Don't forget, for a limited time, we're making this two-volume, 12-message collection on CD or digital download available to you, along with his brand new companion book and Bible study guide, Kingdom Authority. They're our gift to you when you help us keep Tony's teaching on this station with your generous donation. Just visit TonyEvans.org to get your copy of this powerful package. While you're there, take a moment to sign up for Tony's free weekly email devotional. 
Again, that's TonyEvans.org. Or call us at 1-800-800-3222 and let one of our friendly team members assist you. Our resource center is open 24-7, so call any time. Again, that's 1-800-800-3222. Coming up, we're going to court. Dr. Evans will tell us about a courtroom in heaven where the spiritual enemy is seeking to take away our rights. But as kingdom citizens, we have an advocate on our side to make sure that doesn't happen. Make plans to join us next time as we explore the courtroom of the kingdom. The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans is brought to you by The Urban Alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you. 